Oh, what's happening, people? Oh. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's the Visions Podcast. We are back again. We are back again. We are back again. We are back again. Recording once again. Um, my name is JT, but you already know me. That's Des, and we're here. Yo, we're here. what's up, people? Yeah, both got the Holy Club merch on. We can't go without shouting them out once again. I've got the white tee. Did you get a T-shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the tee. I didn't see. I can't see, bro. Yeah, I this, can't is the, see. <laughs> this is the reflective <laughs> thing. Oh, <laughs> the reflective yeah, I didn't know that. I thought, yeah, I thought got, the, got, the, got the big H on the back. I turn around, but obviously you can see a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? Man, <laughs> let's go. Let's yeah, no, go. Yeah, there's got the there's got the hat on. Yeah, um, yeah, rocking yeah, them. On, shout, shout out to them because their the quality of clothing is just immense, man. Everything is just the message, the brand, everything is sick. So, so shout out to them. Um, now this is yeah, so to check them out, guys. Use code Des Loves Jesus for a ten percent discount. Um, just D E Z Loves Jesus, all in capital letters. We get a nice little discount. Um, uh, please check out them much. They're doing some amazing stuff. Loads of stuff on the way as well. Very good quality clothing as well as the message. It's all about the message, you know. Yeah. Um, just wanting to wear something that glorifies Christ. Not to mean that normal clothes necessarily don't, depending on what you're wearing, but to be able to wear something that represents what you believe and what you stand on. What you are because well, we are a new creation in Christ Jesus so it's just a great opportunity to be able to rep a brand that looks nice as well you know as much as we want to glorify Christ we want it to look nice we want it to be appealing um, something that many people can get behind and it's a community of, of believers so please feel free to come in and join the club it's, it's free entry <laughs> anyone can come and yeah, join the club on. obviously yeah. the clothes are not free but it's free to join um, the, the heavenly community that is um, salvation that is obtained through through Christ alone so come join it yeah it's an amazing brand um, so yeah um you know, just to quickly dive into our, our topic for today, I was just thinking, and it was also based on the preaching that I had and also things I've been reading this morning, just um, the preaching that was sorry, preached in my church this, this afternoon um, was expecting tests in life, like just being tested and how to view tests differently. Because a lot of us, like myself included, um, when we see tests, it's very easy to shy away from tests. It's very easy to see tests as kind of like God saying nah like no nah, this is not happening because we immediately kind of there's an immediate kind of like um like uh you know um what do you, how, do I, how, do I, how do I say this there's immediate like apprehension towards difficult situations in our lives and so we think that you know this is not a test means that yeah this might not be for me and we immediately throw in the towel sometimes but you know, through everything, through every situation, and this can be applied to everything. It's it's key that we we expect tests, you know, in in our daily lives, you know, in our in our faith, in our workplace, you know, in our relationships, that we expect tests, but we also expect that God will provide during those tests, um, you know, because this is the same God that that provided, you know, His son. This is the same God that could provide, um, that provided in, in you know in. In scripture where we couldn't provide in our own lives he stepped in and provides for us um so i just wanted to talk about tests and how we can um how we can more positively and realistically deal with them and see them you know so yeah that's that's what that was on my mind today no i like that because even like right now personally within my life i'm going through tests we all go through tests different kinds of tests in different kind of ways just like we all have our desired way in which we want things to go and how we think things should go in our respective careers and relationships and um, endeavors, side hustles, whatever it may be, interests, hobbies. We all have a way that we want things to go. Like 
I always revert back to this scripture because it's, 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 it's so relevant to life in general, um, as all the scripture is. But um, the scripture says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Like meaning mm-hmm. in our heart, we have a, a way that we want things to go. We want to plan things out in a specific way. We want things to go in a specific manner. Mm-hmm. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails, meaning that it is the Lord's will for our lives specifically that will ultimately prevail. But that is completely dependent upon whether we have first accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior and whether or not we are putting our faith and trust in him. Mm. You know, God opposite operates within our free will. If we're choosing to kind of like live our own way and not, not submit to God's will, um, then we're not going to be able to um, receive those promises. And it's not that God is being unfaithful. It's that God is so faithful. He gives us exactly what it is that we want. So if we want to go our own way, um, he's going to allow us to do that, whether or not it leads to success or worldly success or not, you know, because you might it might go very well for you and you make a lot of money or whatever you see as success. But ultimately, like the Bible says, what profits a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. So you've got to look at it from from that perspective as well. But yeah. I think just that as believers, our, our attitude to um, trials is something that we need to always be looking at as well, like understanding why we go through trials and how, what those trials can teach us. And then also referencing scripture as to like looking at people in the Bible who went through trials and how they got through it and what happened to them. And, and you can find a lot of um, comfort in scripture, knowing that mm. you're not alone. Many people can feel alone as they're going through struggles and difficulties and they don't know where to turn. And some other people turn to different things, whether it be drugs, alcohol, um, whatever it may be like different things that people use as a way of being able to deal with their pain and their hurt um so yeah that's that's kind of what i had for that first bit if you've got anything on that no 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 it's good it's good i I really like that um especially that last bit of kind of you know turning to other things to medicate our pain medicate whatever like coping mechanisms kind of and these coping mechanisms believe it or not they're, they're very much influenced by the enemy and they they kind of like go against everything god has instructed us to do with our bodies like he says that our body is a temple of living god um and even for things like for example what i've been through with, with um sexual morality um and when god has said when god has clearly written in scripture that you know when when it's clearly written in scripture to flee from it because this is the one thing that affects you it's one thing that hurts you um so it's you know even though, even though it's written there it's very easy to stick to things and to stick to to stay hold to like keep hold of um to keep hold of certain coping mechanisms and and just um temptations that you kind of you know it becomes habitual it becomes second nature but that's you know these are things that we have to like open up and speak up about and ask for god to just you know put people like bring us people and community bring us into community that can like that can help us you know be be vulnerable about it because the reality is that a lot of temptations cause us to now, you know, go into hide. A lot of tests, sorry, go to cause us to go into hiding, um, rather than to speak up. You know, at times you feel like we have to shield it and you know soldier on, um, and you know look to, you know, um, look to pass this test by you know looking to worldly things. And as you said, what does it profit a man to to gain the world and lose his soul? Um, so, you know, just there's i feel like there's an element of vulnerability that 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 is key to to um to kind of passing these tests whatever whatever the test may look like there's a there's a there's an element of you know opening up and speaking up about it that that is key to to overcoming it so yeah um that was my first point i i, I don't really have a second point um just yeah no 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 that's good that's good yeah. that's good it, it, it's 
I think you got to admit that you're you're struggling. Like we're, I think at times um, people, this is this goes for the non-believer and the believer. Kind of like when you're going through things and it's hard and it's difficult, mm. you kind of don't want to talk about. It, or you try and like do it all yourself or try and figure it out yourself. And I've mm. kind of learned there's so much more peace in being able to first of all give everything to God, taking time in prayer, but also making it aware to the friends around you. Um, because if you have good people around you, they're gonna talk to talk with you. They're gonna support you. They're gonna be there for you. They're gonna pray with you. They're gonna do everything they can you know the bible says mourn with those who mourn so if you have a friend that's going through a tough time you should not only be inquiring of them and praying for them and trying to do what you can to be there for them but you should be mourning with them you should be sad with them so that you can both join in it sounds weird it's like a it's like a circle of sadness but mm-hmm. you're probably thinking it's a bad thing but it's a good thing because you are you are um, sacrificing your own joy for the sake of your friend and the bible says yeah. there's no greater love than, than to sacrifice um your life for, for that of your friends, which is what Jesus did for us. So um, we should be willing to sacrifice for one another in, in terms of how we feel. And because of the world, we live in a very selfish world. We live in a fallen world. We live in a sinful world, a deceitful world. Um, we don't always get these situations occurring for us when we need it. We don't always get those situations where people are there for us when we need it. And it can sometimes um, send people into a really dark place, unfortunately. But there's always hope. And the hope is our blessed hope in Christ Jesus that whether or not you have the right kind of people around you you can turn to the lord he he can comfort you and he will comfort you the bible says cast your cares upon him for he cares for you the bible says be anxious for nothing but with prayer and supplication make your request known to god so with constant prayer and supplication being consistent in your prayer and spending time in in the lord and in the word make your request known to god so tell god how you're feeling tell god what it is that you're going through because he understands and he knows and as you read scripture um, you'll be able to see these practical examples of other people in the word of God that went through similar struggles, if not worse struggles, um, and what they did and how it was for them. And a prime example being Job. Reading Job really opened my eyes to suffering because many times in my life, I'm thinking, oh, I'm really going through it right now. When really I look at what Job went through, it was almost nothing in comparison. Mm-hmm. And all, his wasn't, some people go through there's different times of suffering. There's suffering as a result of um, just the world we live in, and that's a fallen world because of sin, but there's also the kind of suffering that causes as a result of our own choices and decisions, you know. Um, yeah. But with Job, he suffered as a result of um, a test. It was a test from God. So the enemy came to, to, to God, and um, he said that, you know, because Job was very wealthy and affluent, he had a lot of things. He had a lot of um, material items and and possessions which he'd earned, which he'd worked for, and he'd built up. The Lord blessed him. He was a he was a he he loved the Lord. Um, the enemy came and said to him, "If you took everything away from him, he would no longer um, serve you and worship you. He would he would renounce his faith to you." So God gave him the opportunity to, he took all of his possessions first. And then uh, I don't want to tell you the whole whole story so you guys can read it for yourself, but basically gradually uh, more and more was taken away from him. First, it was his possessions, then he lost his family and his health as well. And and, and um, in the end, um, I'm not actually, I'm not going to tell you what happens in the end. Go read through Job for yourself. It'll take you a while <laughs> to get through it, but read through Job for yourself. But the point of what I'm trying to make is he went through a lot, but he still never ran out to God. He understood that, who has given he who was given has also taken away and he understood that it was completely justified for the lord to take away from job because he'd already blessed him with so much and how can he be so willing to accept the good things that come from life the good things that come from having faith in god but unwilling to accept um the struggles and 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 trials that also come from life you know um he's given you so you should also be able to accept when he takes away because he's rightly justified because he's god he can do whatever he wants he has no obligation to bless you he's given you life he's created you um but even in the midst of his suffering um he never renounced his faith 
And that was what was so admirable, even in the midst of facing a lot of backlash from his friends. Um, his friends were great at the start and then kind of progressively it became a, a bit of a, a, a difficult relationship for them. Mm. And just it's just a great story. So I would really implore you guys to read through Job because um, there's so much you can take from it. And there's countless other people that went through so many different things in the Bible. Um, so like David, for example, he was the yeah. anointed king of Israel. Um, he had a man trying to kill him <laughs> uh, the pretty much the entire time uh, in Seoul. I believe it was Seoul at the time yeah. that was trying to kill him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seoul was chasing him around, trying to kill him. You know, it was, it was, and uh, what he did with Bathsheba as well. He killed Bathsheba. Yeah. He saw a woman who was bathing at the well and uh, he killed uh, her husband at the time so that he could yeah. sleep with her. And then he did sleep with her and they had a child, I believe. And then um, the child died because of it. God, the punishment was that um, the child was killed as a result of that. Um, and then something else happened as a result of it. I can't remember what happened to the child. So something happened. I can't remember. Um, I'd have to go back and look at it. But these, this is this is all examples of people that went through um, lots of suffering. And those are examples. I give you an example of Job whose suffering came as a result of it was a test, a trial. Yeah. He didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but he was still had to go through suffering. And then there was David, whose suffering came as a result of his sin. Of course, this was the Old Testament. He did something that was very wrong um, in killing someone's husband and having a, ch a child with the woman. Um, and he, he had to pay the penalty for it. But of course, in the end, he repented, which was great because God is so forgiving and so merciful. Um, but it just shows you that example. So when people say, oh, God is God's this, God's that, why why does God allow suffering? Um, yeah. it's It comes firstly as a, suffering comes as a result of sin. It's just literally as plain and simple as that. But um, I think in the midst of that, the best thing about it all is that God could have just left us to 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 dwell within the suffering and kind of just go through it all on all on our own because yeah. it's our fault. He could do that, but because He's so graceful, because He's so merciful, because He's so faithful, He's right there with us in the midst of the suffering, and we yeah. can find comfort and rest in Him. Hundred percent, we can find so much comfort in Him, and and He's given us community as well. He's given us, you know, people, you know, you know, people in within the church who you know, who I'd, I'd love to assume are, are open and, and willing to genuinely like help and, and not judge, be quick to be quicker to help and, and to, to, to lend a hand and help them than to judge. Um, and yeah, I was going to go back to that, that point of like, you know, um, uh, David and his just being, being very, you know, kind of entitled. Do we fit, do should we hold things? I feel like we should hold things more loosely as, as, as humans. Cause I feel like we hold on to, I, we hold on to a lot of things thinking that yeah this will get me through that this certain situation or this relationship or this um this prized possession will get me through but I feel like it's I think examples throughout the bible just suggest that we need to hold things loosely and that he's we we shouldn't be entitled to things that God can easily very easily take away um and it's I said I don't say that lightly because obviously you know especially when it comes to like relationships with people like close people that are close to us I don't, want to, I don't want to say that too lightly, but in terms of like our possessions and, and, and our jobs and our careers that we have kind of seemed to have found a lot of joy or happiness in, temporary happiness in maybe, it's like it's important to like hold those things loosely because you don't know if it's, as you said, like God's purpose, despite it being our own plans, we don't know if it's actually, you know, what we're supposed to be doing with our, with our, with our, um, with our lives. And just to, just to add to the point of, you know, you know um being not i wouldn't say you're being joyful but also being hopeful in in, in trials and tribulations in james 1 2 i believe it says counter all joy I, the verse is um 
count it all joy when you go through all manners of trials, trials and no, tribulations. Yeah, many trials and tribulations. Um, knowing that this is the testing of your faith. Yeah. Um, I'll let you carry on what you were going to say with the point. Go ahead. Yeah. Bro. Sorry, bro. Um. Okay. Sorry, bro. Um. So yeah, count it all joy that you go through the through trials and tribulations. This is the testing of your faith. I feel like many times we'll be mad, we'll be very mad at God, at people, at life because we got rejected in in, in certain areas, or we get we got bad news in certain areas and little do we know most of the time that that is actually what we needed to just take a step back and evaluate because i feel like when we when it says counter or joy it's really calling us to evaluate and see how we look at these types of trials and tribulations i read this in in uh you know got questions which is a uh, yeah got questions online so you guys can check that out for yourself um you know it's, it's it's just a call for us to evaluate how we look at trials and looking at it from god's point of view rather than our own point of view because from our own point of view we can be like god is being selfish he doesn't want me to win he doesn't want me to do this for me he doesn't you know he doesn't want to grant me this but at the same time maybe that's that's a call for us to actually take a step back and see if it's for us or take a step back and prepare more you know i think is it in second timothy i believe it says be prepared for what is it what does it say let me get it up second timothy 4 verse 2 um is it about being be prepared to give um an account for like this the the blessed hope that you is it is that one I believe so yes yeah, yeah. Different. yeah be ready when the time is Which right is... And even when it is not even when it is not whether the opportunity seems favorable favorable or unfavorable whether convenient or, or inconvenient whether uh, whether correct um warn exhort and encourage with inexhaustible patience and teaching um this is the amplified version by the way okay breaks the word be ready when the time mm -hmm. is right and even yeah so sometimes we'll be like okay cool you know what nah god is just god has decided to miss me but we don't know whether that's a call for us to prepare more that's a call for us to deepen ourselves in our in our faith that's a call for us to um to be more to to be more to go deeper into his presence and 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 prepare our faith or, or yeah, deepen our faith in him more deepen our trust in him more and deepen ourselves in our communities uh whatever we do instead of instead of you know rushing to that conclusion that you know god is you know he doesn't want me to be ready and thinking that we're ready sometimes we're not sometimes we're less ready than we think we are um for, for certain things and for certain opportunities and for certain for certain interactions with people so just to um just to put into perspective evaluate how you look at trials and if it's not in a way that is if it's not in a way that is honest and realistic in terms of thinking that god doesn't want me to do this god doesn't want me to do that no god does want you to you know prosper he wants you to prosper he may not want you to do what you're about to do but he wants you to prosper and so if you know not relying on your own vices and your own ways and your own plans but realizing that you taking a step back or you having that little setback was necessary to put things into perspective for you to now boost and go 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 even like go even harder and go even better in your next step and in the step that he wants you to take um so yeah i mean that that, that was something i came across yesterday and even a preaching that my youth pastor came like preached a time ago this was like maybe july times and i i had made some notes on it thinking oh, i don't know if i'm gonna like you know i don't know if i'm in this season but I realized like over the past month or so that I'm very much in the season of thinking that God's denied me or God's like kind of be like nah like you 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 ain't ready and I think I'm ready but I've just needed to take take a step back and prepare myself and and you know whether it's the, whether it's the right time or not the right time at least I'm prepared at least I am 
not reliant on my environment to keep my faith and keep my purpose, keep my purpose in check. I'm always, I'm not relying on things to be conducive for me to actually take action and deepen myself within my faith. I'm, I'm doing it anyways. You know, I'm preparing myself anyways. So, yeah. No, absolutely. No, I, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Trials are such a great opportunity to be able to, to, to develop your, and deepen your trust and faith in the Lord. He is a provider. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a healer. He's a promise keeper. He's a light in the darkness. You know, he's everything that we need and more. You know, he's, his grace is sufficient. His mercy is sufficient. Mm -hmm. um, his yoke is light. All of that. Everything. Mm -hmm. You know, his burden is light. He, 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 everything about him. You know, and when you're really able to come into that place where you come to know, where you're really able to have that, that moment where you're like, wow, God is real. God is working in my life. God cares about me. God loves me. You know, God has given me his word as a way of means for me to be able to understand and for me to be able to understand myself. Mm. Because you learn more about yourself if you read the word. You really learn how bad we are as people when you read the word. <laughs> because mm. you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> My sin is is so vast. But so is his forgiveness. Yeah. So is the sacrifice. Yeah. You know, once rule, you know, one cross, one moment, one everything, one savior, Jesus. Mm. You know, and and just gives us so much you know when jesus left the earth he left the holy spirit as as a means to say i'm going but not only will i return i'm leaving you with something to lead you guide you protect you and teach you whilst i'm not here so you i'm i leave you with my spirit the spirit of the living god mm. amongst my people that it may lead you and guide you and, and, and that's just amazing you know as well as individuals and people that will be in your journey with you for seasons potentially or for the remainder of your life um, in terms of friends and relationships that will help you get towards God, where, where God wants you to be, and, and the same for you. So it's all about relationships, and, and that's the amazing thing about being in Christ. Yeah, that's real, that's real, that's real, that's real. Um, I don't really have anything else to pop off with, unless you have anything else you want to kind of divert into. Mm, nope, that's me, that's me done. Yeah. That's all I had. Um, I love it about this because you're able to say everything that needs to be said, and there's no kind of like... Um, just blagging on or just making points that don't need to be said i feel like once everything's said it's like my mind then goes blank and i'm like yeah the lord's done what he needs to do so said, yeah that's what we look up really yeah whatever's whatever's needed to be mentioned we'll mention again at another another time point another point in time so you know for now we'll give you we'll leave you guys with this um yeah it's been jt yeah. it's been there's hope you guys have enjoyed um yeah keep tuning in um god bless you guys if you guys need prayer or any questions or anything like that please let me know if you want to be saved all you have to do is confess to your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead and you'll be saved um yeah all you have to do is is believe repent believe um jesus is lord all of that you know um please get in touch if you need prayer if you have any questions about the faith anything like that even if you're just curious just ask the question you know where that's what we're here for i'm more than happy to help you know and even if we don't know everything we can try and point you in the direction of someone um that has greater knowledge than us um and that would be uh, that would be god obviously um but we can try and work it out together even if we don't know we can try and figure it all out together but um at the end of the day we know that um, the holy spirit is the one that helps us to understand scripture so we'll do the best that we can yeah 100 percent Thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. And yeah, we'll catch you next week. Take care. God bless you.